we are back again, ladies and gentlemen, the barbershop. I am your host, Mark Gray. Brings me much joy to bring my other half, my co-host, DJ. What's up, buddy? What's going on, bro? How are you feeling today? Great. And the man behind the scenes, A1, doing what he does best, creating more noise in the background. For what reason? <laughs> Only he knows. What's up, A1? I'm great, man. I just want to say real quick, um, everybody out there has the barbershop and DJ specific to thank for all of this. Because last week on the barbershop, you told KD... When he was on the show, we we're gonna tell you where to go, right? Yeah. And you asked DJ where should he go. And what DJ said, Golden State. Golden State. There, KD there listen, so folks, do y'all? That's, that's the question. Do, do we y'all got, listen? We got pull over here, you know. And I, and I didn't even think about that. That is pull, man. When everybody else wasn't talking about that, we were, man. KD, he signed in before, and he was like, man, what should I do? And then he said, let me see what my big bro got to say. And KD, he said, with the, yeah, and he said, go ahead and do it. My man, Vaz said, what's up, A1? All you A one got his old fan club of people who think you suck. <laughs> you just think you're terrible at your job. Oh, man, a, a well-known creation around man. Um, well, since we talked, you know, I, I remember everybody was saying, "What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about this summer, man?" Well, with two weeks in it, we got a whole lot to talk about. A whole lot to talk about. Power, power change, big time in the NBA. So let's go. You know, no need beating around the bush. Go straight to it, DJ. I'll let I'll let you go first. Everybody, and let's 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 be clear. We already know what the argument is, and everybody wants to know: Are you going to bash KD, and are you going to be fair and equal opportunity in calling this move not a good move or, or weak, as Stephen A. Smith said? Um, I don't got no reason to bash, and it's a great move. I mean, he want to win. That man, that man, that's his life. He could do what he want with it. He not gonna he ain't gonna sit around and watch LeBron collect ring after ring while he's well he keep coming up short. He gotta put himself in a position to win. And that's what it's about. He got all the money he needs. It's about winning. What about the competitive thing? The NBA is competitive. Period. I mean they that Oklahoma team they had last year, they beat, you know, sixty seven win spur. And they almost had they almost had the Warriors. They was down. They was up three one, and could have had the Warriors. And they gave it their all. And he felt like, man, we gave it all, and they still came back and, and, and beat us. So now he got to put himself put himself in a position to, to win rings, man. So that's what you're just boiling this down to. What, what do you say about the comparison to? All right, let's just start with the. You've heard Stephen A. Smith calling it the weakest move he's heard from a um. He's seen from, from a superstar. superstar. Okay, let's start with right there, addressing that. Not necessarily <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, because we don't want to give him any more credit than he deserves yeah. or attention. But um, that mindset, let's go with that, that mindset. I mean, how, how is it a weak move? People just want him to stay in Oklahoma because with Jordan stayed in Chicago and Kobe stayed in L.A. Like I say, Bron is collecting rings. Bron and is not. He's collecting rings and superstars. That's what he's yeah. doing. He's out there collecting yeah. rings and talent. I mean, he got bashed when he went to Miami, and I think that situation was different. And I think Bron is judged different. LeBron is compared to Jordan. LeBron is compared to Kobe. He's he was self-proclaimed a king when he came into the league. So he's definitely going to be, you know, you're going to judge him harder than you're going to judge anybody else. And you know, okay, he did his decision. He was mad. Now look at him. He's a three-time champ. He went to Miami and got two rings. All they talk about is he's been in six straight finals. And that he's the now the debate is, is he the second best play basketball player of all time? Exactly. So all that stuff that people was mad about him before, that stuff's gone now. 
He's a three-time champ. I mean, he go to Miami, team up, you know, away, bring Bosch with him, and then, then go get Ray Allen. And you go back to Cleveland with Love and Kyrie, and you think they're not going to try to get better this year? It's so crazy is that everybody always talks about the big three, right, in Miami. And think about it is that nobody even mentions Ray Allen. It's just like – that lets you know how good your team is, yeah. is that a guy like Ray Allen, who will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. is just like a role player. Right. And he was still had plenty left. You know what I mean? Like, this guy was a legit, real big-time player, yeah. and he had him on that team as well. Right. With others, Battier, who at the time was, you know, everybody said, oh, Battier is just a role player. Battier was considered one of the best perimeter defenders right. in the game. Right. You, you know what I mean? So that team was extremely loaded with, with lots and lots of talent. Here, here's how I look at it. One. When you start and you talk about, let's just, right now, it's easy to sit back and say he took the easy way out, right? Now, let, let's, let's, let's digress and let's sit back and let's think about it. When you're KD and you're mulling over your decisions, going to Golden State is actually the hardest decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The easiest decision is you stay in OKC. Nobody's mad at you. You wake up today. You're a hero. You don't even have to win. There's really not much pressure on you. And you're the, you know what I mean? You didn't upset anybody. Right. And you got all your fans. Right yeah. now, if I present to you, I say, Demar, we got this option. Tell you now, you take this option. One, if you don't win a ring, you're a joke. If you do win only one ring, you're a joke. Oh, and by the way, you're gonna piss off millions of people. If you say, give me that option, I'm sorry, you're not a coward. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, that you're taking the hardest route. Right. When when you list the pros of going to this team versus the pros of staying at OKC, all of the pressure is on you. Mm-hmm. They he's put himself in a position that if he wins a ring. People are still going to say, you know, you, you you didn't earn your ring or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And he's put himself to a place where now every everybody will say there's no excuses, correct? Right. So if he could have stayed in OKC and lost for another five years in a row, and, you know, all they would have said is, well, you know, he just kept losing to better teams or, you know, the team wasn't as good. That was the easy route to go. Now, let's go back and let's start looking at it from the other standpoint. Off, you heard the saying, putting the cart before the horse, right? And I feel like... So many times when we watch these sports debates, people are doing it because we're already talking about this man's legacy and titles and whatever the case may be. And when you talk about LeBron, we talk about Melo and these guys' legacies and how they're going to be remembered and are they going to be. And if I'm sitting around with KD and I'm thinking in my head, like, why don't we get one ring before we start worrying about my place in history and whether I'm going to be the top five player of all time? Like, yeah. first things first, let me get a ring mm-hmm. and then I can worry about whether I'm the man on the team because – so many times we worry about, okay, if he, like, we're already debating right now. If he gets a ring on this one, does it count? You know what I mean? Like, and, and lost in there is you don't even have any rings at all right now. So let's get a ring first and then worry about that. LeBron, what did he do? You know, there was all, oh, he haven't do this. He didn't do that. He'll never win. Da, da, da. LeBron went and got a ring, got two rings, you know, and the talk was, oh, you know, if he only, he would never win one without the weight. Then you address that. You go and he gets his ring without Dwayne Wade. And now what are we talking about? This, like you said, what is the talk about LeBron James? He's been to six straight finals. He's three-time uh, finals MVP. He's won without Dwayne Wade. You know, so you have to get one. You got to walk before. You got to crawl before you can walk. So let's get one out the way first. And let's say he goes over here in this two-year deal. He wins one ring out of the next two years. And possibly two. One, maybe two. After that in two years, he can go wherever he wants and then start worrying about your legacy. You know what I mean? Once you get that one ring, then let's start talking about the legacy and building on that. But you can't be worried about having multiple rings when you don't have any rings. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. And then if you look at the two peers 
or a couple years older than yourself, and you see the route that LeBron took, and you see the route that Carmelo took. And we go back mm, six years ago, whatever the case of the decision has been, those two guys found themselves in the argument of, you know, are you a Melo guy or are you a LeBron guy? Yeah. Let's fast forward six years. LeBron, Melo said, nah, man, I'm not doing it. And he came out, I'm not doing the Super Friends thing. That's not my thing. How's that work for him? He's essentially been irrelevant for the past six years. Literally irrelevant mm-hmm. to the point that people don't even, most people don't even consider him a top 10 player in the NBA anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he did. LeBron went the route, did the super thing, took the bashing. You take the bashing. That's fine. And now they're talking about whether he's a top three player of all time. You kind of got to, you, you kind of have to do the super team route right to. now. That's why I was so impressed with, with, with the Warriors for, you know, winning last year and supposedly supposed to win this year because they don't, they don't have a super team to me. They got a lot of guys that, that just, they, they were drafted there. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew Clay was going to be this good. At all. Nobody knew Steph was going to be this good. Nobody definitely didn't think Draymond was going to be this good. Yep. It's and not, then, it's not a super team that he said, okay, come on, um, Dwight, or come on, Paul George, or Kawhi, let's all team up. Nope. They just adding KD. Yep. And the thing is, I think they feel like KD need the Warriors. The Warriors need KD. The Warriors had to get better. Cleveland, Cleveland's going to get better. The Spurs got better. And the Cleveland kind of figured them out in that finals. Them last three games, once they saw the switch and everything on the pick, and they realized, okay, Steph can't get his shot off. Clay can't get his shot off. The only person that, you know, can get looks is Draymond Green. They had to get better. They, they wasn't going, it wasn't going to be that easy for them next year. I, I think what we saw in this playoffs, once Steph Curry got to, once Steph Curry kind of got a little chink in the armor, whether it was physical, whether it was just burned out, whether it was worn down, what we saw was the Golden State team isn't a super team by any stretch of the imagination. We saw that when Steph Curry isn't on top of the game and he's not Superman, what you have is Klay Thompson, who can pretty much is the next thing to Steph Curry. And then after that, there's just a bunch of guys running up down there and playing basketball. I mean, yeah. they just look like I said, they look like journeymen. That's right. what they all look like. Right. You know, Harrison, Harrison Barnes, who people were calling, you know, this great role, this great superstar, whatever the case may be. Once he get, how did that work out? You know, how, you know, how did he look? Yeah. You know, Horrible. so they're yeah. far from a super team. Yeah. They, they were far for a super team. So now when you look at it and let's just say we're pushing in the pecking order, we're pushing, I think that's good. Once we're pushing clay to the, if we're pushing clay to the, to the, to the, um, to the third spot, you know, that puts you on par with now when you're talking about the team like Cleveland, who's, who's got Kevin Love at their three spot and possibly looking to add Dwayne Wade as their fourth superstar. Exactly. Like, if, if LeBron's going to be doing this, and you look at yourself and you say, man, if you want any shot, like, like, for example, you know, always a guy's the, the second, the next tier of guys, the mellow, the Paul George of the world. You're sitting here and you're like, dude, if I even want to have a shot, we have to get so much better. It's not even funny. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like LeBron put the bar here and he didn't put the bar here because of his play. He put it he, partially because of his play, but he put the bar here because, hey, listen, man, I'm collecting talent at an all time. Nobody's ever seen anything. Like the way LeBron assembles teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now the only thing that I do that does kind of I disagree with and from a basketball standpoint, I do think Oklahoma City team was good enough. Like I, I do think that team was good enough. Okay. And I do think if everybody wants us to be honest and treat everybody the same, I will say I do think that that Oklahoma City team, if KD plays better. The same way I said about LeBron and that's finals. Remember I said if LeBron plays better, 
this team is good enough to win the title. I do think if KD plays better, that team is good enough, was good enough to win a championship. That being said, I know nothing about mm-hmm. the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know nothing about his, how happy he is right. with the team, with the city, with Russell Westbrook. I don't know any of that. So if, if, if he's looking at the point where it's just like, yo, I've tried it. I'm over it. Just, just not for me anymore. By all means. Well, it's, it's, I mean, he, he can, he can, everybody can play better, but it's hard for him when he's, he's not even taking the most shots on his team. When he got, when you got Russell who feels like he's just equal as KD and he's coming down and he's, you know, forcing up shots. So he's turning the ball over. And, you know, like you say, KD ain't KD that last game. He barely touched the ball in the fourth quarter. And that's, that's a result of, you know, that team and, and how they play. Now with the Warriors, you know, we see Clay and Steph shooting up these shots, but them boys pass the ball. Thank you. I, I had this conversation. Alvin, I don't know if Alvin is listening. Alvin called me like right after when we're talking and he says, you know, next to Russell Westbrook, Steph Curry probably takes the most bad shots in basketball. And I said, well, here's the thing. Those shots that he takes, one, they're one, he's on fire. And they're in the flow of the offense. Mm-hmm. When you watch, I don't care what the numbers say in shot attempts or whatever the case may be. When you watch an OKC basketball game, okay, you will probably find that they lead the NBA in trips down the court with no passes. Right. You watch a Golden State game, okay. I don't care if it says that Steph Curry has 30 shot attempts and Clay Thompson has 30 shot attempts. What we saw and what we saw in the Oklahoma City thing, we both said, yo, they passing the ball too much. Yeah. They probably lead, if there's a stat that you check, they lead the NBA in passes, right? So you might see a Steph Curry shot and you say, man, that was a bad, that was after five passes. Everybody touches the ball in Big OKC, which difference. is a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? So it's very, very rare. Again, it might see, you might look at a box score and it says 25 shot attempts for Steph Curry, 25 shot attempts for Russell Westbrook. I promise you, if you take a look at all 25 shot attempts, they're not created equal. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. 25 Curry shot attempts. Is going to be I, I probably out of those twenty five, three of them involve him just walking, dribbling down the court, and just shooting without passing the ball to anybody or running any form of the offense. Whereas though Westbrook, if he took twenty five shots, there's a good chance that seventeen of them, he just went coast to coast. And and Steph and Steph and Clay Thompson shoot great percentages, exceptional percentages. Yeah. And and it's, and the shots that they take, they're bad shots for other people. They're not really bad shots for them. Right. And and when the percentages that they shoot, I mean, they shoot better than any other. Superstar shooting guards at, the, at, the, at this area. I mean, they're shooting, you know, close to fifty percent, right? And and close and forty five percent from the three point line. You can't top that. Mike Gill said something that I, I totally agree with. OKC ran very little sets to get KD easy shots down the stretch that can work, and that's why I, I said I, I was like I thought if he went to San Antonio, that'd be perfect because I feel like you know Pop's going to set up you know, sets for to get him and everybody else easy looks. So he don't have to work so hard to get shots at, at OKC. But what if he go to the Spurs? Uh, is this being looked at the same way? The Spurs just came <laughs> off a 67-win season. Not even at all. They got it. That one little championship the Warriors got, Spurs got plenty of them. Yeah. They they there, you know, almost every year themselves. But if he go there, it's no problem. I feel like that's more of a super team if he team up with LaMarcus Aldridge and Kawhi Leonard and Tony Parker than it is, you know, in OKC. I mean, it is with um, Golden State. I, I, I agree. William West says that um, Steve Kerr is not going to have to tell 
uh, Curry to pass KD the ball at halftime. I don't. Th- you watch, and I agree with you. When you watch, I don't care what the box score says in terms of assists because the box scores, if you read it, Steph. Curry, I mean, uh, excuse me, Westbrook. What do you finish like second in the NBA in assists or something like that? I mean, mm-hmm. anybody who watches basketball knows that he is not second in anything when it comes to assists. Maybe mm-hmm. the assist total number, yeah, you know, but he certainly don't pass the ball the second most amount of times in the NBA. And I, I feel like. KD would he, he he's taking a high road and he's not saying anything, but I do think that the Russell Westbrook act got old. Yeah, you, you know, and, and I think it, it got to the point where it's just like, you know, they got up three one, and I think to be that close and realize, man, we was up three one, and we lost it. Just it's it's like where some people will say, man, you were this close. I bet you in KD's mind, you were this far away. You right. know what I mean? It was like, right. no, we weren't this close. Exactly. That's not what I took from this. Ain't no I took that it's never going to happen. Ain't no guarantee they they get back next year and be up 3-1 again in the Western Conference Finals. He feel like, man, they put all of that in to that year, and they and they still lost. He probably looking at them games, but, like, look at the fourth quarter. Look at me here. Look at me here. Look at me not touching the ball. He's not trying to go through that again. Like, where did guys – where do they want him to go? Go to New York? Go to L.A.? Where he's just leading the league and scoring again and, and losing. Right. While, while LeBron is, is back in the finals getting more rings. And, and if Golden State didn't get KD, they was going to get Paul Gasol. They was going to add somebody. Yep. Kyle, uh, I, I, I figured there was a stat somewhere about that. And Kyle says that, um, Golden State was third in, um, in passes made. I'm thinking. And OKC is last. Yeah. OKC, I knew it would be last. I definitely yeah. knew they would be last. The only person I think that could be down there with them is um James Harden led Houston Rockets. Yeah. But who, the only people I could think of who would have more passing than Golden State would be the Spurs. And I, I don't even know who else other than the Spurs. I mean, they I know yeah. they do perfect uh ball movement. But um, you know, you, you watch the unselfishness in Golden State and a lot of that I think fits into Katie. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can speak to that more because you know him on a personal level, but on the outside he, he looks like a much calmer Chiller, mellow, let's just play basketball and win right. kind of guy. And OKC, over the past two years, I feel like for the first couple of years, I felt like the team was built with KD's image. Yeah. And over the last couple of years, with him missing time and Westbrook immersion, I feel like the team has taken more of his identity on, which is a little bit right. more scratchier and a little bit, you know, more uh in your face, let, yeah. let's say, you know, confrontational sort of, you know, go down swinging. Yeah. Sort of thing, and, I, and and you just wonder how much of that really was Katie's actual personality, and how comfortable he was with that. He did a professional thing, and anything Westbrook did, he supported it and went and, and went with it. So I, I feel like the Golden State thing just might have been all around a better fit for him. Yeah. What Kyle talking about? Russ can't be your scapegoat while they lost Butch. He gotta own just as much of that. Yeah, he do. He, I mean, he got, they both got to take ownership. He had a, he saw an opportunity where this is a team that, that shares the ball very well. And it's opposed to a team that don't really share the ball at all. Like in a, in a closeout game, KD don't touch the ball for eight, nine minutes of the fourth quarter in a close game. When and, you got the best Harrison score, Barnes is over there taking three shots. Yeah, you got the best score in the world. You don't you 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 looking at tape like man, I can't I can't go through this again. I I agree, and and I think that you have to realize that you got this three or four window, this three or four year window that you don't want to, you know. I, and that's the thing is that I don't think you want to get to the when you you start looking at you break your career up into stages. And if this is your five your five or six year prime, mm-hmm. you don't want to get to that sec that third act of your career 
Now you're doing the David West thing and you're just, or the mellow thing. You're just trying to find a ring anywhere. And the question starts becoming, uh, now are you, instead of being the one, should we move you down to the two and, you know, put you up with, you know, three years from now, maybe he should join Anthony Davis's team or, you know, and whatever the case may be. And it's like, nah, man, nah, that's not what I want to do. I want to start winning rings now, immediately. Kyle, Kyle said, I think guys, only issue with it is he go to a team that beat him. That's all. And I, I, <laughs> I, I I don't see it that way. I mean, that's fine. And and the thing is, is that everybody's making it. It's about a competitive thing. And if you can't beat them, join them. I don't. I think right now, what KD is seeing himself with. And if you're honest, if what everybody has been saying, it's KD versus LeBron. That's mm-hmm. been Steph Curry's name just came in two years. Okay, yeah. so essentially for his whole career, he's been against LeBron. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So I don't. I, I think it's he didn't join LeBron. And I'm pretty sure it never crossed his mind to go to Cleveland. Right. You, you know what I mean? Cause I do think his goal is to beat LeBron. Yeah. Period. So this whole beat him, you, if you can't beat him, join him. I don't think he looked at Steph Curry as his rival or, or whatever the case may be. Steph Curry just arrived on the scene, but I think it's been his whole career is set up. He's been compared to LeBron and you know, the whole time that Le- he was winning MVPs, people saying LeBron was still the best player in the league mm-hmm. and LeBron is over here on these super, super teams. And so he says, Hey, listen, bro, you're going to do the super player team. The only way I'm gonna possibly beat you is I do my superpower team too. And if the if the Warriors don't feel like they need KD, they don't they don't try to get him. If now if if the Warriors won a championship, maybe they don't go after KD because when they was up against um when they was up against Cleveland, you know they got a little cocky and bogus. You know they like man, we don't need to change our team. We don't need to add nothing. If they win, they don't go after KD. But they lost, and they seen the way they lost, and and they know that now they got to get better. Because they was going to have problems next year with teams seeing how how the Cavs played them and everybody putting putting in a, a four man or a five man that can move around and they switching everything that Golden State do and Clay not getting no shots and Steph not getting no good looks and they got to force up these bad shots and they need somebody else that can get a shot for themselves. I think so many people because of the volume of three point shots that those two made, there becomes this perception that they're such a great shooting team and the fact that is you know the numbers say they're a great three-pointer team obviously because you have the two best guys they made more three-pointers than everybody two guys mm-hmm. you know and then you get this thing that's like oh man they're a great team a shooting team mm-hmm. and i think once you got past steph curry and clay thompson they cleveland did a good job of minimizing their their looks yeah and you realize you're like this isn't a great three you know harrison Barnes ain't a great shooter Dallas not a great shooter sean livis is not a great shooter you know uh draymond green is a serviceable big man shooter but he's not scaring anybody right. and, and then you got two and it's like when you break it down it's like you know what it's actually not that good of a shooting team at all yeah you know versus like a cleveland team where you know no there's several different none of the guys on cleveland are the are, are um curry or clay thompson mm-hmm. but they have six guys who are more than capable right. three-point shooters. Right. and what happens is during the season where you got you, these guys coming off screens you got stuff coming off a screen and you got to trap it then you got guys wide open. And with Cleveland switching everything, nobody's open. They just switching. And now you got Tristan Thompson on Curry. And Curry, you know, it's hard for him to, you know, really get get away from Tristan because Tristan's, you know, got long arms and, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to get that shot good, off. pretty yeah. good on his feet for a guy his size. Right. And now nobody's open. Now these guys got to create for themselves. And now their offense, their whole flow that they used to get in their offense is disturbed because – Nobody's open. They're just switching, and 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 the league's seen that, and that's just going that's just going to happen to them next year. But that's going to be hard to do with KD because whoever you put KD on, 
KD can get a bucket on. I I I think it, it what they realize is is that for back to back years, the NBA Finals, the difference between this NBA Finals and last year's NBA Finals, really, if you look at it, is that Eagle Dial last year got nothing but wide open shots, and he hit yeah. a decent amount of them. Yeah, and if you hit a decent amount of your wide open shots, they win a championship. Right. If Harrison Barnes hits half of his wide open shots, yeah. They won a championship. He could have hit a little less than half. And yeah, no, I mean, like, I mean, not even half. I'm even asking yeah. the man to shoot 50%. I yeah. mean, if he had made 20% of his wide open shots, yeah. they win a championship. Right. So you figure to yourself, hey, man, if, it's almost like in the baseball thing where you have this great hitter. And your great hitter is only as good as, for the baseball term, you don't follow, you got to surround him. Because if right. not, what you do is people just pitch around him. Right. You know, you just walk the guy. And what you want to do, if you're going to have a great hitter, you got to put somebody in front of him and somebody behind him. So that way, you can't walk this great set. You can't walk Barry Bonds if the guy behind him also hits 40 home runs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you're not going to load up the bases for another home run hitter. So now you say to yourself, man, we can't. If they're just going to – our third option is Draymond. Nobody's scared of our third option. That's essentially what it gets down to. Right. Nobody's scared of our third option. And now you watch the, a Cleveland team or, or many of these other teams. Nobody's leaving Kevin Love wide open. Or, you know, these other third options. Nobody's leaving them wide open. You can't do that. Yeah. So if you're going to, if you're going to want to compete, hey, we got to have three people that, that scare people. Right. And they do. Right. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's so, the question now becomes, it'll be interesting in last year, let's just say for last year, I think Curry and them sat out like 24th quarter. This year was, what, 25, maybe 34th quarter? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, again, now we've seen this so many times in sports where at the beginning of the year, you just want to, Hand somebody a championship, and anybody who watches sports—that's not how it works. Right? There's, you have no idea what's going to happen with Steph Curry's ankles. We have no idea what's going to happen with Kevin Durant's foot. We don't know what's going to happen with Clay Thompson. You know, there's there's so many questions, Mark. It's 82 games. It's a playoff. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, it's while it sounds great on paper, this is not the first team that looks great on paper. They have to go out and carry it out and win. And it's, it's, if they went legitimately 82 and 0, nobody would care. Until they won that ring. Right. You know, and, and I feel like Golden State now knows that and they'll be on a mission 100% from season one to go back there and, 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 and get a championship. And I think that's a different mindset that also works. Um, for this year, Cleveland came in with the sole purpose of winning the championship and nothing else that, mm-hmm. you know, when they are number one in the division at halftime and, you know, they said, Hey, listen, you know, Blatt's not going to cut it with five. I mean, they fired Ty, the head coach when they're in first place. And everybody's still trying to get better. Cleveland just won. They still trying to get Dwayne Wade. And they're still going to add somebody. to be the second, third best shooting guard ever. And they're um, going to add somebody else. You yeah, know they're going to. Yeah, absolutely. They, they're not sitting around. They, they trying to win. I mean, Paul Gasol to the Spurs is huge. Mm-hmm. They just won 67 games without Paul Gasol. Mm-hmm. With a Tim Duncan who barely could do anything. No, and, I mean, they, their front quarter is going to be Paul Gasol, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Kawhi Leonard. Absolutely. With with a guy, and I don't know if Duncan's coming off the bench or whatever the hell it is he's doing, but he's there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I mean, they're they're going to be good. Um, OKC is still OKC is still a good team. They're I, still I, a good team, but that that won't last. You got to get rid of Russell right now. That was going to be the next trade. We, we can go right yeah. there. What 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 happens with Westbrook? Um, you can't lose. You can't lose Russell for nothing. Like you like you did Kevin. So now you got to try to see the best thing you can get for him because he's not signing back there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't believe him if he said he was. I mean, hopefully, you know, he'll be honest and be like, man, I, I don't know. And I got to see how it goes. And once he say that, well, okay, Russell, you know, we, we got to move you unless you sign 
right now, we got to move you. I, that's going to be interesting. I wonder at what point did, of the season does that happen? Does it happen before the season? Does it happen mid-season? But I, I agree. You can't in back-to-back years. You can't look at what's like what would happen here with the Wizards. You know, like you have this big three, and then essentially a year later it's gone. And you have absolutely nothing to show for it. Like right. you, you, you can't do that. The sports. What's the page? What makes the Patriots great? And the, the reason they're a dynasty for ten plus years now is that. They move before it happens. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They they always cut the superstar one year before, and everybody's oh my god, you letting go? Hey man, I seen this coming down the road. We're not letting. He's yeah. not walking out this door. And we're not getting nothing for him. I promise right. you that. You, right. you know what I mean? And then every year you look back, and the Patriots have God knows how many first round picks and whatever the case may be, right. and that's because you know they're gonna leave you before you leave them, right? With the exception of Tom Brady, and the same thing. So and this and going, you cannot possibly let. You can't look back and say, man, at one point in time we got James Harden. Kevin Durant, Serge, all these guys, and we got no titles and nothing for them. Right. I, I, li- I like what they got for Serge already. Mm-hmm. I like that, especially if, if, if the young boy, I mean, gets signed and, and has a career there. That'd yeah. be great. Um, Cantor, young. Adams, young. If you can get something for Westbrook. I do like their team, though. I do. And, and they, and Sam Pressy's great. You know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to make good decisions over there. They couldn't control. What, what, what Kevin did, and they 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 had a run at getting a title, and they they could have got one. You know, a few things go differently. They could have got one last year, but you got to you got to come off Russ and get what you can get for him. Even even without him, like I said, they got their front court. You know, them them two the power forward center, big strong guys, and now they just need to you know add a few pieces. Let Whatever me ask you, you this question: Looking forward, if you're another GM, and Westbrook is on the trading block, or yeah. you know he's what are you really giving up for Westbrook? If you if you have a team, let's say a team that you think is right there, are you adding Westbrook? Um, if it's a team I think that's right there, I don't think I don't think he. I, and I also think Russell is going to have control over where he goes. Obviously, because which I don't I don't think anybody's going to trade for him, knowing that he's going to be a three month rental. Right. Well, what I think I think what they do with him is not not to a contending team, probably a. Uh, you know, a uh, uh, L.A. or something, or New York, or Boston, or some right. somewhere like that. See that that that's where my thing is is that I think if you're one of these teams that thinks that you're on the cusp, I don't think you just bring a guy like Westbrook in and he he doesn't strike me as a mesh kind of guy. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's looking. I, I, again, this is all from the outside looking in. He doesn't strike me as the guy who's looking to make friends and fit in anywhere. Period. Right. And I definitely don't think you bring him in the middle of the season and he's like, "Hey guys, I'll just adjust to what you're doing." You know what I mean? I, he's like. I'm going hard all the time. Now, the only place that that works is Lakers, a team where ain't nothing going on there. And he, mm-hmm. he joins the Lakers as his team. Everybody needs to fit in around him. Now, the question is, well, first, what, what do the Lakers got to give? And, and also, what's going to be challenging for OKC is, if it's a team like Lakers or New York, somewhere where they feel like next year they might can get Russell in free agency, are you willing to give up? Some of your big pieces when you like, you know, we could just get him next year because he's not going to resign there. That's a, that's a very valid point in terms of, and that's another way to look at it. If you are the Lakers and you think we got a shot to getting him for free, you know, then yeah. But if, 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 if I'm the Lakers and I think that they're about to send him, the Lakers need a star. Okay. And there's a handful. I said this a year ago, two years ago. There's like, there's probably five list of names you can put on it that you think could play. Who could wear those Lakers shoes and carry out that legacy yeah. and not be affected by the media, not be affected by the pressure, and they're going to be him. And Rushbrook is that. Absolutely. He's 
he's got that Kobe, I don't give a damn what it is, I'm trying to win, period, right. um, thing. And he could do that. He could fit there. Yeah. He, he definitely could fit there. And if I'm the Lakers, I'd, I'd take him over any of those young players that they have on their roster. Yeah. Now, that being said, you do realize that if you want him to come around, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to have him playing with somebody. Right. You, you know what I mean? So you get, you still got to keep something. Right. So, um, I'm going to go to Utah. Go ahead, DJ. You sure? Oh no! I'm trying to see what you was. No, nah, nah, my 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 video went down on mine. That's why he was trying to um he was trying to fix that. But, but no, nah, I, I I agree with you said about about what Russell. But the Lakers really don't have anybody that of that much value that I wouldn't mind getting rid of to um to acquire Russ. But but who do they have that would that yeah. OKC would want? It, 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 at that point, it goes down to you're gonna have to ask yourself what type of offers OKC is gonna be getting. Because I, I don't think, like, again, like I said, I don't think the Clippers are saying, man, if we get rid of Chris Paul and bring in Russell Westbrook, this is a better team. You know, you, you know, like, I, I don't think the Pacers are saying, man, if we get rid of Paul George and bring in Russell Westbrook, this is a better team. Like, I, I don't think that's what's going on. And also, also, like, would you get, you gotta think about, you, you getting rid of so much for a guy that you don't know if he's gonna resign with you. I, I would almost, I would, you would, you would hope to think that any team would say, I'm not, Sending, he's not, you can't send him here unless he agrees to, 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 to sign with us. You know right. what I mean? Or it signs a long-term deal with us, which I'm not sure that anybody that, you know, with the way this contract is set up, I'm not sure anybody, Westbrook, it's even in Westbrook's financial best interest to sign a long-term deal because I still think he needs to wait another year, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. before he gets to the 10 year mark to right. where he can really get money anyway. So right. there's a good chance that Katie, he's not looking to sign a long-term contract with anybody. I don't think they're going to get equal value. For, for Russell, you know, just there thinking about them things that we said about not sure if he, he'll resign with that team when you're giving up young pieces, you're giving up draft picks for a guy that you're just going to get for a year. And, and also the teams who feel like they can get him anyway, they're not going to be giving up all their young pieces and draft picks either. I think the question but is going to be. OKC got to come off of him. I think the question now is going to be, though, if you are, let's say, the Pacers, if you are – Carmelo, if you are James Harden, if you are one of these teams that has another elite superstar, I think the question will start to be, can Westbrook work with another superstar? It depends on who it is. I mean... I'm not really sure I would bring Westbrook into play with my my talent laden team. Like, I, I can't ignore what just happened. I, 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 KD is probably, next to Steph Curry, KD and Steph Curry are probably the two most mild-mannered players of that caliber mm-hmm. and if if it didn't work with KD and KD never publicly complained you, you know what I mean we've seen glimpses of his face looking upset about you know the amount of shots he's getting when the case may be you know so you start asking yourself I don't know if I want to team Westbrook with any of my stars it's one thing mm-hmm. on the Lakers like I said where you know nobody on the Lakers team has earned the right to question Russell Westbrook about right. the ball, you, you know what I mean. But if I, I don't want him playing with many of my other superstars, like if if I'm the Spurs, am I bringing him into to gel with Kawhi Leonard and Lamar? Just I think I'll pass. Only the thing about that is on the on the Spurs, that's ran by by Pop, and Pop's not gonna not gonna let it get to that point. He's gonna run that show. The players is not gonna run that. He, he he's gonna run that. So that's not gonna get out of hand. If, if so, he'll be out of there the next day. I'm, I'd be real interested to see what happens with, with the Westbrook. And, and, I, and I would love to know what GM's thoughts are on, on Russell Westbrook and what the, 
what the backfall from this is and what, what we learn from this. What does this say about Westbrook that, you know, all this happened and he played with – I mean, he's not going to play with a better player than KD. No. <laughs> unless he's going to play with LeBron right. or, or Curry. So, obviously, that's yeah. not going to happen. So, you know, you ask yourself, if, if he didn't want to – if he was reluctant to share to defer to Kevin Durant, that pretty much lets you know he's not deferring to anybody. I feel like with time, I mean, he's slowly but surely got better. He is the player he is. He's going to attack all the time. But he's gotten better. He's a little more to control. He passes a little more now. But he's still he's still Russell, and he's still going to take some bad ones. And, you know, he, he's still going to do- dominate the ball and come down and, and just shoot without passing the ball. You're going to get that from him. But especially if he gets to somewhere who has a dominant coach who can, you know, Really kind of, you know, tell him this, we need you to, you know, slow down a little bit, but also without, without, you know, hurting his game. Yeah. I, I think you need to, while we, while we comparing him, while we're comparing him to Kobe, I think what you have to do is build a team that Kobe's team was built in terms of you surround him with Paul Gasol, who's a, not a superstar. He's a good player mm-hmm. and he doesn't demand the ball. Mm-hmm. Odom, a good player, not a superstar, doesn't demand the ball. Andrew Bynum, a young player, good, long, athletic, you know, whatever. And you surround him with a bunch of other guys. And likewise, it's the same thing we did with Allen Iverson. You surround him with, you know, guys where, hey, man, they have no prop. They want you to take the big shot, you know, because it's the same. I think he's cut from that same cloth as Iverson and Kobe. And and if you if you get in bed with one of those guys, you have to live with it. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't think you you sign up to be Team Kobe, Team Iverson, and Team, team Westbrook and say, hey, we'd like you to be Steve Nash. Like, yeah. It's not going to be happening. You, right. you either, if, you get, if you're in the if you're in the Westbrook business, you're in the Westbrook business all the way. It'll be interesting if he can if he can get somewhere like Sacramento with Demarcus Cousins, and 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 see how see how that'll work out. Two you know two of the you know best players you know we have in this league. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all. I mean that. Yeah. I don't know who that. Good luck to that coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I can say to that is yeah. good luck today. There's only one name I hear for that job, and that'd be like Phil, you know, because I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who else. You know, the George Call thing didn't work. You, you know what I mean? So I, I don't. Well, it's just, I think George and George and players. I mean, it's easy. It's easy not to get along, you know, with, with George sometimes because he has, you know, that dominant personality. He has. He he's as cocky as the players are. Yeah. Um. I was, that was, is there anything, anyone, do you have any questions or anything you want to say before we move off on, on the whole KD, um, signing? Cause there's a whole bunch of other, I wanted to quickly run through, um, just, just move on to the rest of the free agents. Cause that, that, while that is the biggest name, there was a lot going on in free agency. Is there anything that you had, anyone? Anything you want to say, DJ? Anything? While we're on there, comments, guys, it's your show too. If there's anything else, anybody, we'll get three or four comments in here real quick before we move off on, on KD. Kyle, I know you're out there. If you got something, uh, Wing, <laughs> wing joining. If anybody else has anything they want to say real quick before we move off on the KD topic, uh, and get into the rest of these free agents, that's cool. What I want to say, at least right road. They were saying a, a trade to the Knicks would be ideal. I don't, I don't, you know, the Westbrook mellow thing. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't hate that, but only, only, only problem with that would be is, you just you just got Dirk Rose, so do you put him in that deal? If so, you know I'm pretty sure they they you know they've been promising Dirk Rose this is and that, and that'd be kind of dirty to to Dirk Rose unless you plan on playing them both. To bring to ah, that, I definitely don't think you can do. Nah, that, that, you know that one you just have to one the smallest bass courts out there, and 
I mean, neither one of them is an elite three point shooter. Uh, at, wow, that that would be a lot of people who need the basketball in their hands right. at all times, and neither one of them is exactly committed to defense either. Um, that'd be a lot. You know that that would that would that would definitely be a lot. Um, and I, and again, like you said, I don't think you sign bring in Derrick Rose only to ship him back out six months uh six right. months later. Unless you um, unless unless you you think you have no chance at Russell, and now you see you got a chance at Russell. I mean, you know, teams 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 do stuff like that, man. I, I don't I wouldn't want to see it, but it happens. What would you think about Dwayne? What do you think about Dwayne Wade if he was to join the Cavs? Um, Just, I I see that. I see it too. I see that him and LeBron are extremely close. What do they you, had success together. What, what would you think that would make of the NBA just becoming like super, 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 super like a guy like like Damian Lillard and his Portland Trailblazers now would stand not a shot in him. Well, that wouldn't hurt Damian as much anyway. I mean, Cleveland's gonna Cleveland's gonna get to the finals with or without Dwayne Wade. I think anything that happens like that on the West Coast, where you know Damian is on a team where pretty much everybody left. And they still end up making it to the finals. I mean, not to the finals, making it to the playoffs and, you know, and, and did well. But when he see guys on the, on the West Coast that's, you know, going to stop his team from advancing and, and teaming up, yeah, he's going to be pissed off at that. All right. Um, yeah, Rich, we're about to get into that now. Did, what did you think day one of the free agency with the numbers that you were seeing? Just like, I know you're like, boy, I'm like 10 years too early, huh? Man, it's, oh, it's, oh. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, but that's that that's just showing the popularity of the game. And you know, these owners been been, you know, getting getting a lot of money for all these years and we we feel like players are paid so much so much money when trust me, the owners are, are getting paid a lot more and now, you know, some of that wealth has been more a lot more of their wealth has been spread it around. But it's just funny where where I wonder how some of the, the, the old you know, the old greats, you know, it's messed up for them because you see guys, you know, who's Hall of Famers, and then you got a guy who's um, coming off the bench who's probably going to make more in a year than them guys made in their whole career. And not even close. I mean, yeah. by like a mile. I mean, if yeah. you sit back. And I, 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 I do. I don't know how you do it, but I think you have to do something in a sort of way where it's something wrong with that, like, Dr. J's out here selling all of his personal goods because mm-hmm. he's broke. And Matthew Del Dove was going to make more this year than probably Dr. J made in his whole career. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you got to find a way to do that. If there is all this money, you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I don't know what it is. You does do. the NBA have a pension? I know the NFL does. Is it? Yeah. Does the NBA have? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Have a pension. Yeah. But I mean, you have to realize that for a guy, like, again, like I said, for a guy like a Dr. J or a guy who literally did pave the way for these guys, and these guys are making. And we're not talking about LeBron, KD, and whatever. I'm like, we're literally talking about Matthew Deladova is going to make way more money than Dr. J ever made. You know, he's going to make more money than 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 um Charles Barkley made. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. you know, at some of these contracts now, and this some of the names you you see is just like it's amazing. I mean, I'm not yeah. mad. I'm not mad at these guys getting at them all. getting their money. I'm happy for all of them. I just wish, you know, this was this would have been like my first year out of Denver or something. And because you got a guy who averaged four points. Got got paid four four years for fifty two million dollars. Yeah, it was four points a game. I didn't realize that Noah only averaged four points a game last year, and he got yeah four times that. Yeah, right. But at least Noah actually did something in the league. You got guys who haven't done anything. That's why I was kind of surprised at all this flack 
Uh, everybody, everybody kept saying to me like day one is, like, can you believe Mike Conley? I'm like, yeah, like, and if we live in a world where Timothy Mozgov gets 64 million, I can certainly tell you that Mike Conley's worth twice as much. See, but the thing about but that, that is, big men, Mozgov was going to get 64 million anyway. Big men was going to get paid. Mozgov played his butt off in the playoffs last year. He comes out this year and just get benched because they don't feel like they need him. He wasn't out there stinking it up. Big men that can do the things Mozgov can do is going to get paid regardless. Mike Conley, I mean, he's never made All Star team. He got the richest contract in NBA history. Here's the thing about saying never make an All Star team. Never making an All Star team makes it sound like like you're not good. Okay. Now, if he said I didn't make an All Star team because the people who made the All Star team was Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, and Chris Paul. Yeah. There's only three point guards who can make it. So here's a newsflash: he ain't gonna make it next year either. You, you, you know what I mean? He's probably not gonna right. make it the year after that. Anything right. short of one of them dropping dead. Right. He's there's he's not going to surpass Even, Chris Paul, Westbrook, or Steph Curry. To he take, would to he, he, he he wouldn't make the All Star team on the East. Mike Conley doesn't doesn't put up great numbers. He's a solid point guard. He does pretty Jeff much. Jeff Teague made the All Star team. Yeah, I like Jeff Teague better than Conley. I really? mean, and yeah, and Jeff Teague was on a, on, on a winning team. Mm-hmm. But but his numbers aren't that great. He does nothing great. He's a solid. <laughs> I feel like no <laughs> solid done more point guard for the Bulls than Conley's ever done for uh. Yeah, no, 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 Noah got, no, got do, paid well. But who do you think is going to be doing more going forward? Uh, okay, exactly. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you, Mozgov is a serviceable center, DJ. He's not, I mean, he's, first of all, he's 30 years old. I thought he was younger than that. He's 30 years old, mm-hmm. and his numbers are, yeah, for his career, he's, I mean, he's never averaged 10 rebounds, he's never averaged 10 points. I mean, he's, right. he's, he's a but serviceable big man. How many, how many centers? Average, average numbers like that. There's not oh, many right, yeah. centers so, I mean, who really yeah, average no, the numbers. So, I mean, you can almost, it's almost like the, the value of the center as a whole is diminishing before our, our own very eyes. You know what I mean? Like, forget points. How many centers average 30 minutes a game? Right. You, you know what I mean? It's just like the value of the center just isn't there like that. So, I mean, I'm, here, here, go ahead. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at Mozgov contract. Big, when big men get paid like that, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at all because that's that's just what happens in this league. Even without this money going up, I feel like Mozgov is going to get paid. I mean, he does just the same thing as Gortat does. I mean, last year he just didn't yeah. get he didn't get them opportunities last year. I think Gortat's and, better than Mozgov. Um, yeah, yeah he probably is. Like no, nah, I like cuz I like big men. Yeah. Mozgov can shoot, he can run the floor, he can finish, he can defend the rim. He does everything you need your big man to do. And I feel like he 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 should get money. He just haven't had opportunity like that. They took his minutes last year for no reason. Here's here's what I took away with nobody's mention. Remember two years ago when everybody was saying, Kobe, take all this money, and, you know, he's so selfish, and that's the reason. And here's how I'm guessing that meeting went. Kobe, we're going to need you to take less money. All right, what are you guys going to do with it? We're going to bring in Hibbert, Mozgov, Jeremy Lin. Give me my damn money, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Give me my damn money. Like, you must be out of your mind. So, Kobe's now gone, and the the Lakers GM gets his opportunity to show us what he's going to do with all of this money. You know, no Kobe in the way. His contract is off the books. So, all these people last year, two years ago, who wanted Kobe to let him work his mojo, Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me now that we've seen the Lakers without, with all the money anybody could possibly want. Like Black said, they're not even getting interviews. People aren't even talking to them. So, we seen what he did with his money, and he he signs Mozgov, 
And who's the other Luau one? Luau Ding. Now giving Luau Ding. Now giving Luau. Now giving Luau Ding seventy-two million dollars. I don't understand Luau Ding coming off. You know, I mean, he he played decent in the playoffs when they moved him to the four, but Luau hasn't been been that good in, in a few years now. I don't understand that at all, especially the Lakers. I would have rather the Lakers are taking that sixty and seventy and package that up and giving that to Kobe again for one more year. You know what I mean? Like. At least you're something to watch. I mean, right. you cannot be serious that you commit 130 million dollars worth of worth of money to that does not move you but, guys up. That doesn't even move. That doesn't even take you from the 10th seed to the 9th seed. But the thing, the thing about it is, I feel like they did they did upgrade. But the thing about it is, they 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 can't they can't they can't sit what? on that money. They got to give it to somebody. Yeah, and and guys not trying to come. Apparently, what they're doing, just giving it to somebody. You know, I couldn't and agree Kyle, with you more. Apparently, Kyle, they're just giving it to somebody. Kyle said, um. That um Mike Conley is really good, and Sessions is solid. Sessions. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Sessions is a solid backup. <laughs> no. He's a solid backup. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I think uh, I'm Kyle, good not having Sessions on on my team. And, um, <laughs> Collins, I think. Hold on. I think what Kyle is saying. If, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle. What you're trying to say is is that Mike Conley is a definition of a good player. Ramon Sessions is a definition of a solid player. I think that's what he's trying to say. Not saying like just to be. I think what he's trying to say is when we say solid, solid is a word that you would use for Ramon Sessions and Sean Livingston's of the world versus Mike Conley deserves better than he's solid. Yeah, he said you're correct. Right. I think. I think. I think Conley's better than solid, bro. I think Mike Conley. <laughs> he's not. He's not very good. I think Mike Conley is good. He's, I'm, very, I'm, he's o- not I'm o- put a in front of it. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, Mike Conley doesn't doesn't pass that much. Doesn't shoot that great. Is he? Is he? 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 He won't. He won't have a lot of turnovers. Plays decent defense. But he plays real good defense. Like they had um, what's his name? Um, that was backing him up last season. That they got from I can't think of his name from the Heat. Um, the Heat trade. Norris Cole. No. Norris Cole. Um, the guy the that thought he the Chalmers. Chalmers. I feel like. Chalmers can do what Mike Conley does. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. We get real disrespectful here <laughs> now. My man said Chalmers, man. Come on, man. I'm not, I'm not going to do him like that. Kyle said he's arguably top 10 point guy. He, he ain't, he ain't on my top 10. Nah, he not. I, 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 Kyle, I, I, tell I, you that. I, I hear what you're saying. And it's the type of guy that I would get up with that comment if it weren't for the fact that I tried to list 10 point guards. And I can certainly tell you there's a lot of good point guards out there, bro. Like, Maybe another time in the NBA, yeah, but you go ahead and you write down 10 point guards and there's some names you leave out that don't include him. You know, you know, I mean, I think Bledsoe's better than him and I don't got him on my top 10. Right. I, I think Bledsoe's actually much better than him. I mean, if you're going to be, if you're going to be a point guard, you I mean, you're not a knockdown dead shooter. You're not a great score. Not lightning quick. And, and you can't pass the ball that right. well. I mean, what are you, what, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're solid. I, yeah, no, nah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, you, I'm with you. You're not doing nothing great for me. He's not All exceptional you're doing anything. is not exceptional anything. All you're doing, you're controlling the ball. You're not, you're not turning it over. You're throwing the ball in the post to Zach Randolph and, 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 and Paul, and, uh, and Mark Gasol. Mark Gasol, yeah. I mean, you can run a screen and roll decent, but he, he's not, I wonder what is his top even in assists. Probably yeah. like seven, if that, and I, yeah. I, I'm rounding up. Might be like six point eight, if, if I if I had to guess. He's solid. He's better than solid. He's Look, good. see what I mean? He's, he's solid. <laughs> I mean, when you he's break solid. it down, like I mean, yes, he's not a knockdown shooter. Many point he's, guys. Not a, he's not elite passer. He's not elite scorer. He's not lightning quick. Yes, it's too many. Point, six point five is his top. I said six point five is his top. Good, what man. was it last year? Six. This last season, six. And that six was the most six. he ever had. What was his points? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen to six. 
mm-hmm. and you signed for $153 million. Can I get props for being .3? I, I mean, we, 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 we knew it was around there. Well, good job, so though, MG. Good job, MG. Okay, thank you. I think that's pretty impressive. That's my fantasy basketball. No way. Hugh Jones, my man, baby shot. He's not worth all that money. No, I mean, Hell but, no. But, but when you but, say Jeremy Lin signed for, you're not going to tell me he's not three times better than Jeremy Lin. What did Jeremy Lin sign for? He's not three, 36 million? He's not three times better than Jeremy Lin. He's better than Jeremy Lin. He's better than Jeremy Lin. Barely, barely Stop. better than Jeremy Lin. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let anyone get started about, about Jeremy Lin. All right, let, let's go ahead. And let, I'm going to just read through some of these and we'll, and we'll, we'll just fly. fly. It's, it's, it's so many and it's just so much money. It's Monopoly money. It really is Monopoly money. Bradley Bill, 5 million, 128. Blasphemy. Thank you. Miles got four years, sixty-four million. I, I like it. You're tripping. <laughs> you're tripping. Um, Demar Derozan. Five. What did he get? Seventy million dollars. Unreal. Played, he, he played. He played a good half a series. This dude. This dude had the greatest game that everybody called his coming out party. He had six points in that game. Did he have six points? I know at one at one point in the fourth quarter he he picked up his fourth point, and this is his you know monumental game. And he'll say, "Oh, I had twenty-six rebounds." One time, and four points in that game. You, you know, right. you, you know what I mean. So I, that that's that's just like uh, mine. That that's just crazy to me. I'm about to tell these people, to, whoever's watching on your joint, to just yeah. go over to because uh, it keeps cutting off. Yeah. Um, I, got, I got play up some space. I don't. I don't understand why it even does that. Really, I, don't, I haven't fully really understood that. Um, let me see. Give us one second here, people. The um, you probably should just write it on there or just tell. Yeah. The um. Wait two seconds later, everybody else. Uh, son, Keith said he's yeah barely better than Lynn. Exactly. Thank you, Chief. who Mike Conley. Yeah, Lynn's a good backup point guard. That that's the difference. Jeremy Lynn is, is a legit backup, backup in, point guard. Is he backup in New Jersey? Is he going to be playing backup? Who is in New Jersey? I'm not sure. At last I had checked, it was Darren Williams. So I don't know. I don't remember who took over the point guard dude. Jared, well, Jared Jack. Jared, Jared, Jared Jack. Jack they, they waived him. Is he still? Um, they waived him, so he's a free agent. Okay. So like maybe I hope they didn't bring. Jeremy Lin is a good backup point guard. He's a, if if Jeremy Lin's your backup point guard, you got a pretty good point guard team. If Jeremy Lin is your starting point guard, ugh, not so much. Tag, tag, tag your name in there because my my space on my um uh, my my his feed, feed is um I ain't got a lot of space on my iPad. I gotta clear some space. So hey, DJ, go, I mean, said Mike Conley. Shakif said uh, MG's a better point guard than uh, Mike Conley. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so for the record, he's not a uh, Mike Conley fan. I think we, I think we can go with that. A one, put on um, DJ's live feed right there for me. You can just tell him to go over to put a tag on it to mine because it's going to keep cutting off. Yeah, go so, over to go over to um, Player's Voice um, on Facebook on, on Facebook because mine might cut off again because it keeps saying I need storage space. So, so if it if it go on DJ's page and uh and just put the link, tell him to look uh to click on the my feed. So if you're listening, if you're watching in live now on on Demar Johnson's um Facebook page, just click on uh Player's Voice Facebook page and the, and the show is live on there because DJ's um keeps cutting off. So we'd love to still have you guys following the show. So if it gets cut off again, just make sure you just go over to the Player's Voice. Uh, should be right there on um on on DJ's page. You can see it. You can just click on there and you continue following the show. Um. Okay, Batum, five years, one twenty. I, Batum to me is solid. Batum to me is solid. This this whole, like this market that's been just created for Nicholas Batum. Mm-hmm. I've known Nicholas Batum for about four years now from the fantasy aspect of it, and I mean, he's a solid guy. He's a, he's like a eight 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 eight. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's he fills up the stat sheet. Yeah, but this he, idea like he, that he's some sort of franchise player. Nah, 
Nah, he's not a franchise player, but Batum just does a lot for your team, just offensively, defense. He's going to knock down shots. He's going to slash. He's going to defend. He's going to rebound. Like you say, he, he he does a little bit of everything. Yeah, he does a little bit of everything. Um, he got he got paid a French guys French guys made out good, man. Batum, one twenty, Fournier, eighty five million dollars. Uh, Batum, one twenty. Jordan Clarkson, four years, fifty. Eh, market rate, okay. I've, Jordan Clarkson, I watch sometimes, and he's amazing, you know. And he just has zero consistency. But they're, they're young over there, yeah. you know what I mean? If you're gonna be, if the Lakers say that they're, they're locked into that with the youth movement, I don't really have a problem with that. Um, what, what, what we got to look at now is like these these contracts that's these guys is getting like 70 60 70 million dollars that's really how it used to be 15 20 million dollars mm-hmm. with, with with that money going up like that everybody's the minimum's going to go up everybody's going to get white side 414 for 100 i said he was getting 100 he was getting it. Like um, big men are going to get that money uh Ish Smith, three-year contract with the Pistons. I like Ish Smith from a fantasy fan point. I can't say much past that. DJ Augustine, only $30 million. Not sure how he gets less than Jeremy Lin. That's kind of odd to me. He hasn't done as much as Jeremy has. Jeremy actually had a good year DJ, last year. DJ Augustine had an awesome year last year, especially down the stretch. He had a really good year down the stretch. I'm, I'm he, curious to see his numbers. Dude, A1, pull those numbers up for me. He had good numbers. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't have a, as good as he is Jeremy Lin, I don't think. Uh, numbers wise, he had, a, he had a better year than him. Did he? Yeah. DJ Augustine had a good year, especially at the end of the year. Okay. He, he had a, at the end of the year, he was, he was, uh, once he got traded or so, once he got traded or the guy in front of him got traded. I can't remember which one it was, but he, Detroit or, or vice versa. Yeah. Um, I think it was after some, he, you can pull up his numbers and let us know when you get that. Um, Al Jefferson, three years. He, not, Put up Jeremy Lin. Eleven point. How many assists? Eleven five and five. Yeah, eleven five and five. Pull up That's Jeremy solid. Lin. Um, Al Jefferson, three years, thirty. You said eleven five and five, right? Eleven. Yeah, how many five rebounds? rebounds? You said right. No, I doubt he got five rebounds though. <laughs> oh, I thought he said five rebounds. I thought that's what he said. I, I, oh, okay, eleven and five. So he did eleven and five. I, I, I feel like Al took a deal. He's actually done work. Yeah, he did. When I saw him in that last series against the Heat, he looked bad. Like yeah. Whiteside was looked like he it looked like light years ahead of him. Yeah, it's hard. It's when Whiteside covers a lot of space, man. It's hard. Al Jefferson looked like a dinosaur out there. Yeah, you know, I mean, look like. And when I say a dinosaur, I mean like like he was the last of a dying breed. Like, yo, can you throw me the ball on the block and get out the way? Like, now we don't do that anymore. You know, like that's yeah. how it looked when he was watching yeah. him. Like he was playing a, a style of basketball that no longer existed. That, that that's what it looked like to me when I was watching Al Jefferson. So for somebody, I mean, he's a good player. Yeah. You know, I I just he's a he's he's a slower guy, and he's a bigger and clagger. You know what I mean? And he's more the footwork, low post pivot, traditional big man, which I don't think that's what the big men are are now in this year. Yeah, Why we talk about? Look, Jared Bayless got twenty seven, and Delhi just signed there to thirty eight. Think about what Evan Turner seventy Mayo. million. I'm I'm not an Evan Turner fan. I'm not I'm not a big fan of his too. He's kind of. I think he's not solid. I think he is solid, but I think that's being courteous too. I think Evan yeah. Turner is like the he, low end of solid. He, he 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 needs the ball in his hand. He's in that Ramon Sessions conversation, if you ask me. If <laughs> that's what nah, I look at, better, Evan he's better than Sessions. Uh, Fournier, I actually, I mean, I liked him. I didn't eighty five million like him. That's for sure. I like him too. Not eighty five million though. Yeah, I mean, he started off the season great, then he faded, kind of faded off. And he and the thing was like, I thought it was weird that how they were deferring. They kind of. Eased up off of Oladipo and went more towards him, and I yeah. felt like 
that didn't bring any more wins at all. Right. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of that. Della Dover, $38 million for a guy that I'm not even sure belongs in the NBA. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he's but, not on the Cavs, I, I don't think he's in the league. And he, he got a ring now. I mean, he didn't, I mean, they actually, them, them winning is because they benched him really, but, but it's like you, somebody sitting somewhere right now and be like, yo, if we, if we had Delhi. We were one Del Dover away from, from what? Dude, what you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm amazed at why anybody, like, I can see where he has value on the Cavs. Yeah. You know, like when Kyrie doesn't want to play any defense, you put Della Dover in. But outside of that, like, I don't, I, I have no idea what, why anybody's possibly covered in. Ken Bazemore. Yeah. Four years, 70. Yeah, I, I don't know. Let's talk about, uh, Dwight. I, I don't know. Does, does Dwight just like, he, he, he not trying to win chips, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's just, I'm going to just collect his money, go at home and, just ride out my career. I'm not even worried about winning the championship. The crazy thing to me is how many people really thought the white wasn't going to get paid. Like, I, I don't think you can ignore, when he walks into your office, no matter how sorry you think he is, when you see him, you have to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Something's got to click so, eventually, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. the guy can touch the top of the basket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he can run like a, like, like a deer, you know, some, you would hope, but nah, I, I have to agree. When you do, when you start doing stuff like signing with the Hawks, you're not going to tell me you signed with the Hawks because she you keep, think you're going to win. She keeps saying you're selling tickets with Dwight. That's fine. But for, for Dwight, when you don't have a ring. And you know, good and well, the Hawks ain't winning one either. And you choose, you choose to go to Atlanta, who, I mean, with that team, are, are, are they, are they going to be Cleveland? <laughs> not a shot in hell. No, not, not, not a shot in hell. Cleveland, I mean, Atlanta is definitely irrelevant. I think that was definitely about getting back home, maybe cut down on child support. Probably, I know he's got like, what is it, like six or something like that? Some some ridiculous number. I know that's cranking him over the head. Um, you know, it, that's nothing to do with winning. He's, there's no shot in hell that he thought he was going to the Hawks because he was going to win a ring. Um, then we get to Conley, 153. Uh, Joe Keem, four for 72. I'm a huge Joe Keem Noah fan. If, if, if we get Noah. Three years ago. Yeah. Then if we're talking three years ago, Noah, I think that's a steal. If we're talking about the Noah we've seen the last two years, that's. Highway robbery. Yeah. I mean, let's put it at that. And the Knicks, the Knicks are going to be the most intriguing team for me to watch next year. I think the Knicks are going to be good. I think that, I think they're going to be okay. They, I don't, I don't think they beat Cleveland, but I think they're going to be good. If the big question is what, how much of a jump we're going to get from Przingis next mm-hmm. year? How many games is there? It, to me, it's just too many question marks. Let's, let's put it that way. Because here are the question marks that all matter. How much of a jump will we get from Przingis? How many games is Derrick Rose going to play? What does uh does Noah have left? Mm-hmm. How many games is Melo going to play? That's a lot of ifs and a lot of questions. If they're all the right answer, that could be a real good team. Mm-hmm. You know, if if Melo stays healthy, mm-hmm. if Derrick Rose is even eighty five percent of what Derrick Rose was, mm-hmm. if and Noah Matt, they they got Brandon Jennings. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I really like that. I think that's one of the most underrated moves because I do like that. Mm-hmm. I think that the drop off, I think Brandon Jennings is one of the more underrated, uh, point guards in that he's, he's, he's a decent, he can play basketball. Let's say that. He can play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. He can play basketball. He, he I, can I, play basketball. I give you that. He's not, I mean, he, yeah, he's, I, he's not, he's not I don't the wanna, best passer in the world. Right. He takes, he takes some tough ones. Yeah. I mean, I, I might take him over Conley. I wouldn't, but, uh, yeah. He, I think the best way to say it is he can play basketball. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, so it's like when he steps in the game, you're not like, oh man, who's this guy? Right. You know, like, he belongs. He'll yeah. be on the court and he belongs. He doesn't look like, yo, he's just out there. 
Yeah. He's, he's not Ramon Sessions, right? He's better than that. He doesn't just look like he's out there. He can contribute and he can and he can get his own bucket. I mean, yeah, he scored fifty five in that building. Yeah, so I mean, he 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 can get his own bucket. Um, I I like the Knicks. I, I I'm intrigued by them. I am intrigued by them, and um, for the first time, it looks like Phil actually might be earning his money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he makes a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he makes a pretty, he's been making these prices. Phil's been getting this type of money for years. He's like, I'm, I wonder what everybody's talking about. Like, I make this and I don't even play. I signed a five year, $100 million contract. I don't, I don't play, or, play or coach. I don't play or coach. Yeah. I don't even go to the office that much, you know? So, but he's getting that. Um, Biombo's four for 72. Wow. I, that falls under right timer. If, if he doesn't have that game, I don't even know if he gets half of that. He probably signs for it. Well, actually, I told you now with this money, I didn't hear they got to give it away. They got to give it away. They I can't didn't hear sit his on name it. Mentioned out one no. single time. No. Matter of fact, before the Raptors series started, I'm not even sure I could have told you what team Bismarck Biombo was on. But look, look at all, look at all the centers. Yan Mahimi, sixty-four million dollars, four years. All the centers, they're going, they're, they're going to get five paid. Five points a game last season. And how many rebounds? I mean, because I don't. Eight. And how many minutes? Them, them numbers. The numbers are pretty much irrelevant. They're pretty much, they're pretty much, they're pretty much consistent with Tristan Thompson. The year before getting $85 million. <laughs> I, I'm, and you know, I'm not a Tristan Thompson fan at all. <laughs> give, me Tristan, give me Tristan. Give me Tristan. Six, and, only thing, only six, thing six and eight is that Biombo blocks shots and Tristan doesn't block any shots, but I still think Tristan Thompson. I, th- <laughs> I think. No, Tristan's Bismarck, better, but. I think Bismack Biombo makes Tristan Thompson look like a Kim Olajuwon man. <laughs> like that dude is offensively challenged, dude. <laughs> like big time. But that Biombo was knocking down fifteen footers, getting every rebound, block. He was he was playing he was playing possess. He was on, playing on his way to five points and eight rebounds. Yeah? Come on, stop it, yo. Pull up. Put, no, you can't probably how to pull up his playoff numbers. Just nah, for that's right here. there. He can pull up his playoff numbers. It was only played in what two series. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't no five points. It was like, dude, the dude had the one game with a billion, he had two games with like a billion rebounds. Yeah, that's all you, that's, that's all apparently, you need yeah, your big man to do. That's all, apparently that's all you need to do to cash in. There's no, 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 no doubt about that. There's guys in this list who, who average two rebounds <laughs> in, in, in getting money. There's a Joe, guy with four points, just got $53 million, man. Joe Johnson, two years, 11. That actually kind of sounded low, right? Yeah, but you know, Joe's 35, 36 years old and. What's he doing on the Jazz? No idea. Yeah, let's just cash in a little more. I don't know what that's about. He's, I put him in that Dwight category. You're not going to tell me you're going to Last year he had a chance to go with the Cavs. I, I, why didn't he just go with the Cavs last year when they got, when he got bought out and he went to the Heat? Like, did he really think that the Heat were going to win? Right. Probably was just like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, that, that's kind of weird. He's Atlanta, uh, what you call it? Then Miami, Brooklyn, and Utah? Like, who the hell wants to live in Utah for two years? Damn, how much money you paying me? Jamal Crawford, three years, forty-two. He's thirty-six. Jamal can play. Yeah, and, Jam- and Jamal I mean, got thirty-six that. is a bit ridiculous to be paying. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's thirty-six, he's yeah. in your draft class, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but Jamal. The thing about Jamal is he's some guys are just different. Yeah. Jamal yeah. never been injured. Yeah, he don't. He don't. You know, he don't yeah. smoke. He don't drink. Yeah, my guess he, keep, is he'll he stays be, in shape. He'll yeah. be able to do what he's doing. Yeah, my guess yeah. is he'll be dropping buckets at thirty-eight. Yeah, he'll be able to do that. You know, for, for years. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't doubt that. Um, Dang 72 was one of the worst ones out of all of them. Yeah, I didn't like that one. That one was terrible. Um, uh, Marvin Williams, 54. Uh, Ryan Anderson, who I'm a big fan of, $80 million. $80 million. It, well, let me ask you this. The, the name that's baffling to me, who I think is better than 90% of these players we've named is, and maybe I'm being biased, but I can't be, Mike, wh- where the hell is Mike Beasley? 
Mike Beasley, he, what world the do team, we live in that Mike I'm, Beasley, who can score twenty points in a quarter, can't well, Mike, get a contract? Well, I don't know. I don't know what what Houston did, but I'm pretty sure Houston had that um the option on Mike. So if Houston probably picked that option up, and he's just going to make the minimum next year, and hopefully plays good, and he'll have a chance to cash out next year, which the money's going to go up more next year. So what we're saying right now is going to get worse. They're going to have Mike at probably like a million dollars this year. Yeah, that's what happens. And, I mean, and Ryan Anderson is going to be starting and, and getting twenty million dollars a year, and Mike's three times the player Ryan Anderson is. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean, three times the player Ryan Anderson is. Um, Al Horford. I, I feel like I'm the. Al Horford is. What do you What do you have to say about? Al? I say he's. While we're on the, he's a guy to me. He really is. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see him as a franchise changer. The game changer. I think he's good. I think he's a good basketball player. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. This whole big, thing that big. like he was going to sway the, you know, the, yeah. the free agent market. Yeah. I mean, the, when they said that Kevin Durant liked him, he wanted to play with him. Like, I think KD, like, I th- if Boston was able to pull off KD and Al Horford, I think that's a good combination. But in terms of like, am I going to say, man, the Celtics are the team to beat now because they signed Al Horford? He's solid. I'm not, you know, crazy. Yeah, about I hope for myself. Okay, so we're 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 in the, we're in the same boat. Solid the word of the day. Yeah, Rondo two for for twenty eight. We were just talking about him. What's the market with him? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I think that's a steal in this yeah. market. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you what. If my options are Mike Conley for one fifty three and Rondo for twenty eight, I'll take four Rondos, please. <laughs> <laughs> and give me back my change. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take four Rondos and I'm gonna get change back. Yeah. I'm getting about twenty million back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, to me, I don't think that's close. I think that's I don't give a damn how much of a headache he is. I'll take Rondo every day over over Mike Conley. Right. Kyle, what say you, buddy? I, I'd love to hear the what Kyle, I know you're gonna be with me. Give me four Rondos for uh for the price of uh, of Conley, man. That I mean, I I don't think that's even close to me. When I when I hear players' names like that, I I definitely I mean my team would be built with guys like that. Give me a Beasley, give me a Rondo. These guys are going for in the recycling bin? I mean, you guys got these in the in the discount clearance rack? So I have to take a bump off one, a couple of them. He not, I'm here, big Rondo fan. Yeah, Seth Curry went on, got him a two year deal for six million. Yes, yes, that's good for him. Uh, speaking of the family uh, getting free money, I, what type of stuff is Austin? Austin Rivers is the one who's way out the league. His dad's mm-hmm. like, yo, listen, I know you about to. <laughs> my husband was at the house and was like, uh, Doc, what's up, honey? Um, did you read the paper? No, what happened? Apparently, they're sending Austin to Israel. So I suggest <laughs> you fix that. ASAP. <laughs> He's like, honey, it doesn't really work like that. Well, I'll tell you what. If he goes to Israel, I'm going with him. <laughs> you know, so so you figure that out. He's like, all right, all right, all right, okay. I'll get him over here. Get him on the team. Uh, Doc, what's up, honey? Um, She's not playing. Like, you have to play him, too. I can't just bring him in and start playing him. Ah, I think he can. He's like, plays him. And now this man says, Doc, they're just out there handing out free money. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I suggest you hand Austin some of that. And he's like. Okay. I guess keep, keep him out of my pocket. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Actually, so, I'll borrow from him. Yeah, and so, so, and next thing you know, Austin Rivers, who was literally on his way out the league, mm-hmm. is now on a three-year, $30 million contract. That, to me, is like, mm, wow. If that's not family collusion, I don't know what is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Any, any other way than saying that my dad is the coach and the, and the head, he's the coach and the GM, right? Yeah. That's the only way in any world Austin Rivers I, if I'm the owner, you just ask him. Just out of curiosity, Doc, who are we bidding against? You know, that, that's when you ask him, like, who are we bidding against? And you I, mean, like, I like Austin, but I like Deli Vadova. Yeah. 
that, that's true. That I will give you. And that's about the only, that's about the only name in that, in that scenario I, I, I would give it over. Um, yeah, I, I don't even like, he's, I don't even think he's better than, um, Jeremy Lin. I think Jeremy Lin's better than him. Matter of fact, I know Jeremy Lin's better than him. Did you ever pull up Jeremy's numbers? Same numbers, slightly less assists. Yeah. One, same amount of points, one less, yeah. two less assists. Um, yeah. I think Jeremy Lin's better than Austin Rivers. Yeah. He has some great games in the playoffs. Who? Jeremy Lin did, yeah. Yeah, um, Roy Hibbert, <laughs> one year, five million. He's talking about dinosaurs. Hornets. The Hornets. Uh, Brandon Jennings, one year, five million dollars. I think that's great. Pow, big for the, um, for, for the Spurs. I think Spurs are just going to stick with, while everybody else is going small, Spurs like, screw it. We're staying, yeah, I mean, we're going to stay big. Powell can, Powell can pass the ball great, shoot jump shots, protect the rim. And he's smart, which is what, yeah. he, and he can pass, yeah. which is the San Antonio way. You know, big men pass and make mm-hmm. the smart play. And he's a smart basketball player. And he's a skilled big. Yeah. I think that's a perfect fit for him because, I mean, look at what they did with, with Boris Diaw. And he's better than him. He can't run the floor probably yeah. as good as Boris and or they, dribble as well as And Boris. they just sent him to Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, but Pop's shown that if you give him a player with a high basketball IQ and a big man who can pass, yeah. he'll, he'll find a way for you to, to look amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um... One the thing. white pal, four years. I mean, what the hell? Go ahead. My my my, I t- my God, David West is gonna. He he wow. say, man, I'm gonna get me a ring. I'm getting a ring. One I'm way getting I'm- a ring, man. I I I gave back all that money. After this, y'all year, gonna get me a ring, David West to the Warriors. Cleveland next year, man. If he don't make it, he's going to Cleveland. He's going to Cleveland. LeBron, <laughs> listen, man, I need a ring, bro. Period. I mean, I guess, like I was telling A1 before you got here, I guess once you left the 12 million on the table last year, I guess at that point you were all in on the ring, the quest for a ring. You know, there's right. no turning back now. You can't hit the free agency and be like, man, I signed with the, with the, you know, with the, the, the worst team in the league. I signed with the Nets for 52 million and be like, yo, bro, you just left, gave up money. Yeah. You can't be like, man, screw it. I'm trying to get that money back now. You know, it's like, nah, at this point in the ring, you've already said all I want is a ring. Uh, I just wonder what, you, what, what, I don't know. Maybe. Do you even, you know, like, you just wonder, does Mitch Richmond tell people he's a, he has a ring? Yeah, I mean, like, you played 15 years in the league yeah. and 13 of them you were an all-star on one team. And then you just join one team and just at the end of the year and boom, ring. I mean, yeah, he definitely tells people he got a ring. <laughs> but I mean, like, are you like, uh, Mitch Richmond, NBA champion? Or are you like, nah, several time all, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, has a ring. Who do you miss you on? Lakers. I don't even think he dressed. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even think he dressed. I mean, on his high list of things. Now, that being said, Mitch Richmond had a great NBA career for a long time. Yeah. But uh the last thing, any like you said, you don't even know who he got a ring for. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And I think that's the consensus. A lot of people wouldn't even know that that he had a ring. Um, Darren Williams, ten, one year, $10 million. I feel like that's a steal for these prices. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, if he if he can stay healthy. Matt Barnes seems to just, he just, two years, 12. I, in this market, yeah, I thought he would have got more than that. I mean, but he's also 36, 37. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I guess he is. But still, I know a lot of guys, look, I know two, two friends and myself, late 30s, they, they're coming out of retirement as we speak, the way they give this money away. Steve Jackson's coming back and trying to make a comeback and Kenya Martin's trying to make a comeback. Why not? Why not? Why not? If at these prices, how could you not? Yeah. I mean, how could you? Jermaine O'Neal? Right. Yeah. How old is Jermaine O'Neal? He's our age, right? Because he yeah. was in a 96 draft, but he was only yeah. 17. Yeah. So he should be like two years old. Yeah, so he'd be like, is he 38? 38? Yeah, that sounds about... Uh, 
37, 38. Yeah, because he would have been two years ahead of us because the kid came out in 96 yeah. straight out of high school. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, about that. Um, Yeah, at these prices, how can you not? Love to see DJ out there getting one of these prices, man. That'd be that. That'd be amazing. Hey, Make man, my life a lot uh-oh. easier. Uh-oh. <laughs> Call somebody. I Call mess- Tyloo. No, nah, I messaged I messaged Tyloo um, not days ago, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, some, I was just like, just out here shooting, man. Just out here shooting. <laughs> I said because I was been talking to him about you know you know trying to join you know on the staff. I was like, man, forget that staff. Yeah, forget position, the staff man. joint, yeah. I can <laughs> I can give you more can, than what James Jones can give you. Can, <laughs> definitely what James Jones give you. And I can definitely give you what Della Dover did <laughs> at half the price, bro. We can call it even, y'all. I call you. I will give you the friends and family discount. Hey, man. Fifteen million. Jack, <laughs> you know Jack, what I'm saying? He, he gonna be thirty eight in October. Yeah. Uh Dirk gets two more years of forty million. I actually like that. I like I Dirk know, in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> she keeps it. I got at least try with these prices. Yeah, I know, man. You can definitely do a James Jones because he doesn't do anything. So I'm sure you could do that. And I can promise you one thing. I bet you this. If he was on Golden State and he had them Harrison Barnes shots, they'd have a ring over there now. Yeah. They didn't even need to sign KD. KD. They could just sign DJ. And James Jones would be signing for two years, 30. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. Ramon Sessions, two years, 12 million. There's the name. Tariq Black, two years, 15, 12 million. Come on, DJ. What are you doing with yourself? You over here with me. These guys is out here just getting free money, man. If I can jump in a time machine You think you could give him what Richard Jefferson gave him? I'm um, impressed with Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson, I th- felt like he played better than Iguodala. Um, I was impressed with Richard Jefferson. I didn't realize he had that much left. Richard, Richard, Richard did a lot of the dirty stuff, and, and I mean I, that ain't that ain't really what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit some shots for you. I've, I I I can guard I can guard some guys. I ain't going to rebound like he did, but I knock some shots down. I can create. Which is what Harrison Barnes didn't do. Yeah. The shots Harrison Barnes got shot. <laughs> 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 definitely do that, huh? Hey, man. Definitely, definitely hit those. I, I'm with you, brother. And then that dude cost him a hundred, hundred million dollars. That man got a max contract and there was more than one team trying to yeah, give it to him. Absolutely, That's, Kyle. You said RJ was an animal on the glass, 50 50 plays. Yeah. And, and, and RJ played really good. I, I was actually surprised by him. He, he did is, a good job. The thing is, if, if I know I'm just going to be out there for 15, 20 minutes and I know I'm, I don't, I'm not going to be the guy that need to be, out there with the ball in my hands. I can't put all my energy towards getting rebounds or six know, nine. You can cause some people some problems. Yeah, yeah. What's your wingspan? Seven and a half. Yeah, come on, man. You can definitely pester some people uh on the perimeter, man. You can definitely right. do what Delhi does. Alright, um anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I th- um was there anything else? What else? Did anything else happen in sports wise? Um, the football players came out complaining and you know what? I think they need to take that up with their um cells. And their yeah, player they, representatives, they, and they definitely need a better union over there because you know they're by far the most popular sport in the country, and you know now with baseball players been getting money, um, now basketball players, I mean they've been getting money too, but now it's getting more and more and more, and these guys, you know, like they're making nowhere near what like Not even the close. quarterback is the most. That's it. Is the is is the most important position in all the sports. And you got bench players making more than, you know, starting quarterbacks, and it's crazy. Here, here's how I look at the tale of two tales. If, and you, so if you ask what you want your kids to do, two players, two cities, same city, same years. Alpha Morris comes here for four years and has two 1,500-yard seasons, doesn't miss a game, all pro, you know, pro bowler, iron horse, ride, ride that man, you know, whatever. Best player on the, on the offense end of the ball. Solid, da-da-da-da. His reward after his fourth year is they trade him. They get released the guy. He goes to another team. First they bench him. Right. So, so, bench, they, so bench they don't have to pay him. For, for a younger guy. Yeah. You know, and he goes to another team that uses their first pick 
on, on his position. So essentially, Alpha Morris is done. Okay. And he made a total of, I don't know, two, three million dollars over the whole year, over his whole four year career here. Mm-hmm. Now let's flip the side of that same city. Bradley Bill's here for four years, plays half the games damn near. He's good sometimes. Sometimes he's not good. And what's the reward for him? $120 million. See the difference there? Yeah. I mean, and, and if you say who was more important to their team, Alpha Morris, who was a pro bowler, or, or Bradley Bill, who, like I said, just, just there sometimes. And when he's there, so, half the time he plays, he doesn't. And half the time that he plays, he's good. And half the time he isn't. And he was rewarded with $128 million. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's, if I'm the football association, you guys got to end the sport. <laughs> you know, you're the number one money grossing sport. And you guys are just getting pennies on a dollar, literally. And you, your contracts, your quality of life sucks mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys get the least endorsement money. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? So that, the, the players association, that you got to look in the mirror. Just to play, I mean, it probably doesn't compare, but there's a lot more to play on, to pay on a football team. Yeah, you got like but, a, what a sixty man roster. Yeah, but there's a lot more money. Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, a, there's the stadiums are bigger, so it's, it's a lot more money. There, there's, I mean, the NFL makes so much money; it's not even funny. Yeah. Okay, I mean, those on, those owners are out there. It's trust me, they're not the the contracts. That's true. The players' true, contracts Kyle. aren't because the, the NFL doesn't have the money. God said the NBA is global. That's true. true. And he said the, the NFL was dead outside the U.S. That is very but, true. But the thing is, in the U.S., in the U.S. is it's it's so popular because guys. They feel like with basketball, they don't gotta watch every game. There's so many games, even baseball. I can watch a play tomorrow. I can watch a play tomorrow. Football, you're tuned in. You want to see every game. You you want more. The NFL is the most. Oh yeah, NFL is king in this country by yeah. a mile. Yeah, I mean by by a mile. And and these guys and these guys should be getting more money than what they're getting. They definitely should. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is what it comes down to is that the union is not strong, and the union they have nobody to blame but themselves, though. You, yeah. you know what I mean? And you, but they them. don't know. I mean, they they gotta. I mean, now they gotta they gotta open their eyes now. Because even when I was playing, I never wanted to be. When they be like, "Yo, who will be a player rep for this team?" And guys like, "Man, I'm not trying to be going to the meetings. meetings. I'm not. Right. I don't want no part of no five hour meet." They used to pay for us to go to Bahamas in the summer just to go to meetings, you know. And they pay for you and your family to go. And guys wasn't even taking advantage because they just don't want to sit in the meetings. All they want to do is play basketball. And the football players, they're like, "Man, I just want to play." They whoever fighting for us, they just need to do a better job. But I don't want to be part of <laughs> right. it. Whoever's fighting now, here's now here's the problem, and I know this from the back end, personal hand, where the problem that the NFL players get into, and that they'll never realize is that, and when the strength in the union comes in, and this is what happens to baseball. Baseball goes on strike. They say the players say, "Yes, man, we can go a year without getting paid." And the baseball players say, "That's fine with me. I got that." You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be a strike, and we're not playing. And the owners ain't making money, and I'm fine. NFL players say it's going to be a strike. They say, we're with you. All right, guys, we're going to be missing some paychecks. That I'm not with. <laughs> NFL players are going to be like, they hit you with the Kevin Hart line. The way my bank account is set up, I can't miss no player. You know, so, yeah. so like you said, they're going to tell the guy, DJ, man, you go out there and get us the best deal. I'm not missing any paychecks. Right. You know, but I'm behind you right. until you're missing any deals. And the owners know that. Right. The, how many, you guys have no idea how many of these NFL players are hitting these owners up for advancements on their contracts right. in the offseason. Right. And the owners know. They, they, right. They're like, lockout. Strike. Yeah, right. These dudes can't even make it through the money that they have now. Right. And, and that's why your union is so weak because you can't, you can't stick together and say, Hey, we're not doing it. The baseball, baseball union don't play. Yeah. Like they don't play at all. Those guys yeah. stick together. You know, these guys are getting, ba- I mean, they go to bat for people like A-Rod. Like, yeah, yeah, we got your back, bro. Like, yo, you cheated. That's cool. We still got you. They can't just yeah. take your money. Yeah. And, and you know, the NFL is just, they're just not going to do it. And I, I think our, our players, 
our players association is pretty good too. Them yeah. guys, I was talking to, um, you know, Roger Mason and they just got a lot of stuff that they, they trying to get for us and trying to do for old players. They used to play in the league and they, they already, you know, we get more money, but they just trying to, they trying to do more and more, you know, so, you know, the players, they're, they're looked out for, you know, for life. Yeah. I, I think the NBA, well, now again, it's because there's, it's, 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 I think the NBA is, you'll find knowing both NBA players and NFL players, it's definitely more of a brotherhood, but again, you guys are, there's less of you, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and a lot of you guys, I think know each other from, I think the, 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 the basketball players are a lot more intertwined from a lot younger age. Mm. So yeah. even you could be the number one player in the country out here on DC, whoever the number one player is in California, before you guys even turn 19, you guys seen each other five times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas those football, that's not the case. Yeah. These guys don't, you guys don't see each other in football and damn near until you get to the NBA. Yeah. You know, you could have heard about a guy your whole life and never seen him before until you get to the NBA. You know, just football, the colleges, you don't see each other, but basketball, you guys see each other at the camps, the AAUs, the, all that stuff, you know, from at such an early age that, that that's where it comes to and you guys look out for each other. Um, anything else anybody want to say? Yeah, before I was we like the NBA may be the best fraternity ever. No, nah, that baseball, that baseball, in terms of the fraternity of the brotherhood, I, I might, I can get with that. But when it comes to strength of the player union, nothing comes close to that baseball player union. Those, those guys stick together and they, ha- and, and they, they make, I mean, those guys get, while, while we're, everybody's up in arms about these, these contracts, these, go take a gander at these, some of these, you'll see pitchers with ERAs in like in a five and they're getting $50 million contracts like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like guys who are, I mean, barely mediocre base, barely mediocre play baseball players just get ridiculous numbers. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? They've been doing that forever. And anytime there's anything, they, they strike and they will miss a whole and season. This is weird because I don't, how's baseball? Cause they play 164 times, bro. Yeah. Cause I feel like the sport is kind of like nobody cares. It's kind of dying. See, but here's the thing though, DJ, and what people don't realize, you'll look at a game, right? And you'll see they show the game and you say, Oh wow, the stadium's at 50% capacity. Stadium holds 35, 40,000 people. So there's 20,000 people there. Play four times this week. That's the same thing as selling out 80, you know, selling, selling out FedEx Field. If you get four games at 20, at 20,000 people, which that'd be a low baseball number, you know, that, that's a lot of damn games, bro. That is a lot of games. And some, and so many of these baseball teams, like the, the deal that the Yankees have with like the Yes Network, it's like some stupid number, you know, it's like damn near a billion dollars. And it's this, the Phillies who aren't even a good baseball team. They have a $250 million contract with their cable company. And the Nats have this ridiculous deal with Masson. And the Orioles have this. Re- I mean, these guys get these 200 million because you, if you get the rights to an Orioles game, that's 164 games you get to show. Yeah. That's, you rather have that versus the Redskins 16 games. You yeah. know what I mean? You say per game, it's not even close, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you, when you do it like that. So the money's there, baseball. It, it's just, it's a hell of a lot longer. And, you know, all, all year long, bro. All year long. All right, man. Thank you for everybody who's been, um, listening in. It was a great show. Like I knew it would be. Um, again, all you guys who listened in, appreciate it. If you didn't get a chance to listen to the whole show, you can go on, um, playersvoice.com. The show will be posted there. Uh, if you listen to the tune in, if you have everybody who has the tune in app, just go and type in, uh, players voice, the barbershop and listen to the show on there. And on iTunes, just type in uh, barbershopplayersvoice.com, and you can find it on iTunes. And we appreciate everybody who listens in. We appreciate everybody who shares. Kyle, appreciate you. Shakif, appreciate you. What's Kyle your... used the word of the day. He said, y'all were solid today. Solid, man. We're solid. That's, that's what we tried to be around here, solid, man. We wouldn't have...
No, were we, were we Ramon Sessions solid or were we Brandon Jennings solid? I think we were at least Brandon Jennings solid. But uh, no, guys, the Kyles, the Keiths, the Richards, the, everybody out there who listens into the show and comments, man, we appreciate it. And it makes it uh, fun and it helps grow the show. So we appreciate it. And make sure if you enjoy the show, tell, tell a friend, man, and, and invite them to, to join the show. Because, uh, you know, we have that big debate going about supporting each other and other things. So, you know, let's just support each other and grow together. And as the show grows together, opens opportunities for all of us. And then, you know, who knows what we can do for each other. I'm mad we didn't get no, no KD haters in here today. I wanted, um, I, wanted, I wanted to hear them. Yeah. I, they're all over, man. I'm KD hated out, to be honest with you, bro. I I I I really I, and it's the it's the request for them to hate the request that the fact that KD haters are are looking for KD fans to to hate that, that that's the thing that gets me like if you want to hate on them you do your hate but it's it's the your constant request like yo are you gonna say are you gonna say and it's why why don't you say yeah. if, if you want to hate on the man why don't you say it? and it all they're not even really KD it, it all stems from their love of LeBron. It's really weird to me because none of them have even met LeBron, know LeBron from the same place as LeBron, have anything in common with LeBron, but they love that. <laughs> I'm pretty, I think LeBron's fans, without, like, if they were in a club and LeBron was there and somebody got the shooting, they would take a bullet for him without knowing him. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think they would take a bullet. LeBron's fans would take bullets for him. They absolutely would. They'd be like, you know, somebody's shooting. Get out the club. Is LeBron okay? I'm going back in. <laughs> But your wife and kids over there, they're, they'll, they'll be fine. We got to make sure LeBron's okay. Yeah, man. That's the king, man. That's the king. That, that, that is the king. And again, like I said, I, I'm baffled how these people from the DMV who physically know Kevin Durant or have seen him are always friends. And when he's in town, you love him. But you can, and he does, and he does a lot for this, you know, people in general. And how it is you never met LeBron, don't know anything about LeBron. Not from LeBron, you know. You're not from Ohio. You're not from Akron, and you could just die for him like that. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Because he's the king. And I, and I, just to be honest, with you, before we get out of here, I can tell you that. Um, no, no, I don't even want to get into that. But I, I just think we both will speak for each other when I when I say, man, KD's just a great person all the way around. And I, if you're looking for KD hate, you're not going to find him on this show. Anything short of that, man, uh, we'll talk about his basketball ability. If he doesn't show up big in a big game, that's fine. We can discuss that. But in terms of just bashing that man for where he wants to go, pick a team to play with, you're not going to find that on the show. All right, guys. Thank you for everybody, and we'll see you uh, next week. Later.